and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today reading uh, from the Word. Uh, welcome, and uh, I'm just so thankful that you are here today listening um, and joining me in yet another chapter of, uh, of uh, God's uh, autobiography. So uh, we are uh, actually in uh, episode 9.3, Mark chapter 15, and... Um, just wanted to say I'm sorry about yesterday's podcast. Hopefully it didn't come off too uh, glitchy. I had a lot of things going on around here, plus the travel time. I'm much more refreshed than I was yesterday, so um, more focused. I found a room, quiet in the house. Uh, I'm over here <clears throat> visiting my father-in-law, uh, and the people next door have roosters, so please try to ignore the sound of the roosters if you can hear them and the whirring of my computer. So uh, let's just forget about that, block it all out, and just dig into what God has to say to us today. Uh, Jeremiah is off for the next couple of days, I think. Um, so uh, he'll be joining me on Friday, and I'm sure we'll have some good stuff to talk about. So let's just pray, uh, and then we can start reading. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, being our Heavenly Father. We thank you for always providing for us and loving us so much that you uh, sent your son, Jesus, your only son, to be a sacrifice for us to cover all of our sins. Lord, we are so thankful and grateful that, that uh, you did that for us, and we don't deserve it. Uh, we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. We love you so much, and we just want to live our lives for you. So, Lord, I just ask you to bless every person who is reading your word in this moment. Watch over them, watch over their families, uh, whatever their needs are. Lord, you know what they are. I don't, but uh, you do. And uh, Lord, I just ask you to put a blessing over every person who's listening to this podcast. Lord, we thank you. We love you. And uh, we ask you to take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So, like I said, we are uh, episode 9.3, chapter 15, Mark. And we're starting to dig into where Jesus' trial comes up, and he is uh, being ridiculed, and uh, it's just getting ugly. Um, so, let's dive in. <clears throat> Jesus' trial before Pilate. Very early in the morning, the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law, the entire council, high council, met to discuss their next step. They bound Jesus led him away and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replied, you have said it. Then the leading priest kept accusing him of many crimes and Pilate asked him, aren't you going to answer them? What about all these charges they are bringing against you? But Jesus said nothing, much to Pilate's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom each year during the Passover celebration to release one prisoner. Anyone the people requested. One of the prisoners at that time was Barabbas, a revolutionary who had committed murder in an uprising. The crowd went to Pilate and asked him to, to release a prisoner as usual. Would you like me to release to you this king of the Jews? Pilate asked, for he realized now that the leading priests had arrested Jesus out of envy. 
But at this point, the leading priests stirred up the crowd to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. Pilate asked him, asked them, Then what should I do with this man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him. Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the mob roared even louder, Crucify him! So to pacify the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. The soldiers took Jesus into the courtyard of the governor's headquarters, called the Praetorium, and called out the entire regiment. They dressed him in a purple robe, and they wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. Then they saluted him and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him on the head with a, a reed stick, spit on him, and dropped to their knees in mock worship. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. The Crucifixion A passerby named Simon, who was from Cyrene, was coming in from the court countryside just then, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. Simon was the father of Alexander and Rufus. And they brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. They offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. To the cross, They divided his clothes and threw dice to decide who would get each piece. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. A sign, announced with char a sign announced the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Ha! Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple in and rebuild it in three days. Well then, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down from the cross so we can see it and believe him. Even the men who were crucified with Jesus ridiculed him. The Death of Jesus At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then, at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, <clears throat> Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, sorry if I butchered that, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he can drink. <clears throat> Wait, he said, let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus uttered another cry, another loud cry, and breathed his last, and the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he had died, he exclaimed, This man truly was the Son of God. Some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Younger, and of Joseph and Salome. They had been following, I'm sorry, they had been followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. 
the burial of Jesus. This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As the evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea took a risk and went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Joseph was an honored member of the High Council and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. Pilate couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead, so he called for the Roman officer and asked if he had died yet. The officer confirmed that Jesus was dead, so Pilate told Joseph he could have the body. Joseph bought a long sheet of linen cloth. Then he took Jesus's body down from the cross, wrapped it in the cloth, and laid it in a tomb that had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus's body was laid. All right, so a couple of pauses during this little reading, but that's all right. We're keeping on going. Nothing's going to stop us. Um, <clears throat> so going back to uh, the beginning, I underlined uh, just a few things. Um, uh, let's see. Pilate asked Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replies, you have said it. So Jesus never, never says it. He's saying, you know, you're the one that's saying it. And then, um, again, uh, you know, all of the, the leading priests were accusing Jesus of many crimes. What did he do? Uh, and, he, and Pilate asked him, aren't you going to answer them? But Jesus said nothing, much to Pilate's surprise. <clears throat> and then I uh, highlighted down in... Um, oh, so actually, I didn't highlight this, but... Just a note, I think I mentioned it the last time when we read this in uh, Matthew, but when they uh, offered to uh, release one of the prisoners and his name was Barabbas, uh, this Barabbas' name was Jesus. So, you know, take that for whatever it is, you know. Uh, I don't know what the significance of that might be, but um, I know that that was written in the last uh, book that we read. Um, and then... Uh, the crowd went to Pilate and asked to, for the release of the prisoner as usual. Would you like me to release to you the king of the Jews, Pilate asked, because he's trying to, you know, get himself out of this pickle he's in, I think. For he realized by now that the leading priests had arrested Jesus out of envy. He knew that there was, you know, some sneakiness going on. But at this point, the leading priests stirred up the crowd to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. Pilate asked them, then what should I do with this, uh, with this, man you call the king of the jews and they said crucify him of course you know that that was the the priests in the background you know egging him on to get them to say that uh, and then to pacify the crowd Pilate released barabbas he ordered jesus to be flogged with a lead tip whip and uh, then turned him over to the roman soldiers to be crucified and then the soldiers mocked Jesus. They dressed him in purple, which is a color of royalty. <clears throat> and they wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. Then they saluted him and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him on the head with a reed stick. I don't know what that was significant of. Spit on him and dropped to their knees in mock worship. And then they changed him back into his regular clothes again, which is kind of odd to me. I mean, they're just stripping this man up and down and, you know, treating him like a rag doll, basically. I mean, just completely uh, 
just disrespecting him and I don't know, just humiliating um, or trying to humiliate him. So I'm sorry my computer is worrying a little bit. Uh, and then uh, Simon, who was from Cyrene, was coming in from the countryside and the soldiers forced him to carry the cross because Jesus just couldn't carry the cross. It was too much for him. Uh, I don't know who Alexander and Rufus are, uh, but I did underline it just because maybe they pop up later on. I'm not sure. <clears throat> they brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. They offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it, I'm assuming that the myrrh maybe makes, helps you to sleep and, uh, you know, maybe it's like an anesthesia type thing. I don't know. Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. They divided his clothes and threw dice to decide who would get each piece. Uh, at that time, it was nine o'clock in the morning. It took six hours for Jesus to die, basically, uh, because uh, there's a few things that I, I didn't underline the, the word mocking popped up several different times. They, the king of the Jews uh, was the sign that they put over. The people passing by, this is in 29, shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. And then again, the leading priests, uh, teachers of religious law, mocked. He saved others, but he can't save himself. Uh, they still don't get it. You know, they don't get the fact that when, you know, uh, back in 20. 20, 28, 30, when they, well, uh, he says, you said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well, then save yourself and come down from the cross. Um, you know, they're not getting it. You know, the, the, the temple was destroyed. Jesus, he's destroyed. And in three days, he's coming back. And then at uh, noon, Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And I apologize if I butchered uh, the other language that that's written in, Aramaic or whatever. Uh, but that is from Psalm 22 that he's crying out to God because he feels like he's been left, you know, high and dry, basically. Uh, and then Jesus utters out another cry and breathes his last breath. And I believe he says it is finished, but for whatever reason, Mark did not notate that. I don't know why. Uh, and then the veil was torn in two from top to bottom. And then this, uh, the Roman officer says, truly, this, the, this man truly was the son of God. He realizes it. I mean, he sees what was going down. So I'd be interested to find out what happened to that Roman soldier. So... I have heard that there is actually an account of this in, like, Roman history. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I did hear that. I, I think I was in a Bible class somewhere uh, in college. And then uh, there were women there watching from a distance. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Younger, and of Joseph. Um, not sure who, I mean, we know Mary Magdalene, but I don't know if Mary the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph. Uh, I'm not sure who exactly that is. Uh, maybe we find out in Luke a little more details. <clears throat> uh, and then uh, the burial of Jesus. Uh, Joseph of Arimathea, who was an honored member of the High Council, was waiting for the kingdom of, of God to come. So he was a believer, I, I think. That's what I'm feeling like that's what that mention was. And then Pilate couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead. 
I know that they something about when they do crucifixions if the if the person hasn't died they break their legs so that all of their weight basically they suffocate is what I understand the, the weight of their body just pushes down because their legs obviously can't hold them up anymore and I believe that's how they end up you know but they didn't have to do that and that's a prophecy from I forget from Isaiah maybe I'm not sure so um, and then you know he wraps them in the linen cloth and lays them in the tomb and it's a it's a brand new tomb we knew that from the last time that we uh, heard uh, when we were reading earlier so um, just like the donkey you know he's using something that's never been used before um, and then uh, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where Jesus's body was laid so so they know exactly where to go to to find him um, so uh, that's all for today. Uh, again, that was episode 9.3, chapter 15. And I will try to get 16 done today as well. Uh, so that would actually catch us up. And then um, tomorrow we'll be back on track. So uh, just bear with me. I appreciate your patience. Thank you so much. Um, I would like to... Uh, now go into uh, prayer time uh, if you've never offered your life to Jesus if you've never uh, said the um, sinner's prayer I'm going to give you that opportunity um, and if you are a Christ follower uh, feel free to uh, say the prayer with us so, um, let's pray <clears throat> Heavenly Father today I put my trust in you I know that I have sinned against you please forgive me I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus it is his perfect blood that washes away all my sins, past, present, and future. Today I will live my life for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, uh, welcome to the Brotherhood and Sisterhood of uh, Christ. And uh, it's an amazing day. Mark it in your Bible that this was the day that you gave your life to Jesus. Uh, don't forget to put a check mark next to our Bible reading so you know that you read through it. And uh, and that's it for today, basically. Uh, go live your life. Oh, go find a church. Sorry. Uh, find uh, a pastor that you feel comfortable with. Uh, I strongly, not strongly, but I would suggest finding a, a church that preaches right out of the Bible. Uh, so that's just me. Uh, anyway, uh, so get connected find a small group uh, use this podcast as your uh, small group uh, Bible reading and uh, continue on uh, this path so thank you again for joining me uh, or whatever time of the day that you're able to do this taking out this 15-20 uh, minutes that, uh, that we are able to share in the word so uh, until tomorrow take care God bless and we'll see you then bye bye <laughs>